welcome to our podcast, where we discuss and meet with people, businesses, and trades that have motivated and inspired us along the way of creating our own business, River Road Brewing and Hops. I'm your host, Nikki Andrew, the original River Road Blonde, and this is Down River Road. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Down River Road. Um, normally we start off our, our episodes with a beer, but it's 10 a.m. So we don't drink at 10 a.m. early. It's early. <laughs> and today I am welcoming a special friend, an awesome person, Jess Patel. Welcome. Yay. Thank you yeah. so much. This is fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so we're drinking, actually, I'm drinking um, a vanilla latte from Shop Bite Coffee and you have a flat white. Oh, with oat, oat milk. Yeah. They're yeah. awesome. I yep. do love Shop Bite Coffee. And this is, yeah, this love is it. a shameless plug for Shop Bite. Just yes. so you know. Shop Bite. Yes. We love Shop Bite. <laughs> <laughs> it's our local coffee place. So Jess, welcome to the show. Thank you. This is so much fun on my podcast. I guess it's not a show. <laughs> um, you're a pretty amazing person. Oh, well, yes, I yeah. am. Yes, Thank you are. You. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> too kind. I would say pretty strong up there on female role models, for sure, for me. You're a producer, director, and a whole bunch of other things on top of that. Yep. Yeah. Gotta be versatile, right? But, yeah. Especially and by in the way, industry. you are the same for me as yeah. far as role model, because <laughs> I remember you saying, I think it would be fun to do a podcast. Yeah. And then... Now we're sitting in a studio. Yeah. So cheers yes. to Thank that. you. Thank you so much. Yeah. This has been a it, honestly, okay. So we'll we'll kind of go back a little bit. Uh how we met. You were doing you were you and Brad were going around doing um local like little commercials, little yeah. spots for local businesses to help support through COVID. Because it COVID had just begun kind of at that point in time. We had That's just right. kind of gone through the first shutdown, I think. Yep. Um, and you had just come back from <laughs> the many places you've been. I don't even remember where it was at Neither that point. Do I. Time. Yeah. <laughs> uh and you and I had heard you were doing this and I was like, oh, you know what? That would be really cool. And I think it was Sean and Leanne actually that mentioned it to you guys. And yeah. then you came out. And it was like instant. I was like, ooh, I really like this person. <laughs> uh, it was the same. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um it, you know, it's the same. I think the funny thing is so many people had said to me and Brad, Oh, well, you know, Nikki and Dave. Yeah. And we're like, no, we don't like, <laughs> but we'd like to. You yeah. Know? And it was finally like when we met, like you said, it was instant. Yeah. Like I we just like hit it off. We were shooting the little commercial and yeah. we were in the truck. Yes. And just laughing the entire yep. time, which was awesome. And of course, Dave and Brad hit it off and, and the drone. rest is history. Yes. Yeah. They, their Dave, love of drones. David thought he was directing. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I was, I was the assistant director. And I was like, no, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, you know, that was really fun. And I think that, you know, we we love Bayfield, you yeah. know, and we love being a part of the Bayfield community. My husband was born and raised in Bayfield. Yes. And so, and I'm from a small town in Indiana originally. So when I came to Bayfield for the first time, I was like, oh, this is home. Yeah. Like it really was that instant connection. So the fact that we ended up in, you know, staying here during COVID, it really was um, a real community 
bonding experience yeah, you know be. from afar but together yeah. you know the whole thing <laughs> it's kind of tough it's yeah, kind of tough when yeah. you travel all the time and you're kind of in you're in different spots you're from a different area yeah bayfield can be a little overwhelming to somebody from outside like coming in yeah but i think you you, you fit in like there's no question about it there's oh, no yeah but i know <laughs> i know even myself like i grew up i was also born and raised in bayfield mm -hmm. um but moved away bought my house in Stratford, moved back. And it was like, yeah. I'd never had lived there before. Like I had to readjust to, and reintroduce myself to everyone that I grew up with. It was crazy. Yeah. But I mean, it's just the, it's a weird kind of, Bayfield's just weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Lovely, but it's weird. Yeah. Wonderful and weird. Yeah. We love you Bayfield. Time. We love you Bayfield. <laughs> yes. Um, so then right after that, we we did the commercial. We, we started hanging out a little bit, yep. you know, getting to know each other a little bit better, which is awesome. And then you guys started to film Trigger Point. Let's I talk know. a little bit about Trigger Point. Yeah, Trigger Point. Well, you know, directed by my husband, Brad Turner. He did a wonderful job. Did, yeah. And I directed the second unit. Um, but, you know, the thing about Trigger Point was when we read the script initially, we were like, Oh my gosh, this is perfect for Bayfield. Yeah. And we were really nervous because it was, you know, it's a lower budget film. And so we were, we went to the producers and said, we have the location and we brought a packet of photos and how Brad would do it. And, you know, it was really hard to convince the money people like right. that it's worth it because there's no tax incentives out in our area. Yeah. So you have to kind of, you know, really so you have to sell it yeah exactly yeah. and you know what was great too was everybody in the community was so excited for um, sure we couldn't do it without the community support and everyone was like you know yes like yeah. let's do this and really stepped up and honestly it was one of the best filming experiences that we've had like just it was because we were home like yeah. how crazy is it we got to yeah. like you know, oh, I'm every go to bed night. tonight. Yes, <laughs> exactly. We'd in be my in our own bed, bed. Yeah. <laughs> instead of in like a hotel somewhere. Yeah. And then we'd wake up in the morning and just be like, "Pinch, pinch me!" Like uh, we're filming in <laughs> Bayfield. <laughs> so it was fun. You know, we got to do a big shootout on the main street, yeah. and you know, I think everybody was so wonderful and and had fun. And you know, we're really hoping to do another one. So yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of hope you are too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I know an awesome spot for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we joke about this all the time. Um, so yeah, it's so the trigger point. I just saw it. Um, well, I saw it last year. Mm -hmm. When did it come out? Yeah, it was or the beginning of this year. It was year. the beginning of this yeah, year. Yeah, the beginning yeah. of this year. I, I don't know. This year's been a blur, but yeah, <laughs> um, amazing. It's so much fun, Thank and you. it was really fun to see our beer in yes. the shots. It's crazy. I was like, <laughs> "Hey, that's us. That's our beer." I know. I know. It was great. But you had a lot of great crew on that. Um, uh, one of the people that were on the crew, Laura, you work with quite frequently. Yes, she's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she so Laura Vandervoort yeah. is like we've been collaborating on many projects. Mm -hmm. We actually worked together on um on a pilot episode that Brad did several years ago for right. Bitten. Yeah. And um that was when I first met her. And then over the years we stayed, you know, film friends. Yeah. And we both worked on V Wars again yeah. and she came to me with an idea, you know, for a for a short film which we also filmed and I directed. Yeah. And um, that was where I was getting to. With yes. <laughs> and carry on. You just keep yes, talking. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, um, and yeah. And so she was also in Trigger Point. So yeah. we were really excited, like 
you know, and she just uh, directed her first short film, so. which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So these all these strong female characters yeah. that you're involved with. Um, I kind of wanted to touch a little bit about. Well, I, Age of Dysphoria is amazing. Um, Thank you. you guys did an amazing job on that. I don't know if anybody hasn't seen it. You definitely have to. Uh, it's, it was touching. I was yeah. like, oh, it's it was a lot. It yeah, was a it's, lot. it's on CBC Gem, so yeah. you can get it you on CBC it now. Gem. Yeah. And you know, we really it was, you know, Laura really wanted to work with Gordon Pinsent, and they're related, and mm -hmm. and he's always been a mentor to her. Oh, that's so, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So this was just a really became a vehicle for them to work together, but then also for us to tell the story about a woman at a crossroads in her life trying to make amends for something that she's done in her past. And um, and how do you make those amends when the person um, who, you know, you need to make the amends to may not be in a position to, to receive it? Yeah. And and what is so it was a lot about about that. And, you know, I personally deal in my um, in a lot of my personal work, I deal a lot in recovery um, because I'm in recovery, yep. you know, and yep. have been for several years. Knock on wood. Yep. All is well. <laughs> One yeah. day at a time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I do think, um, you know, it's a really great way to to tell those stories. And um, and she was totally game for it and was really a wonderful collaborator. Yep. So. I think so. I think it, it worked. Awesome. I think you all worked really, really well together for yeah, that. Thank um, you. That film for sure. Um, and and it's won a lot of awards, which is yeah, I, I, I kind of was keeping tabs on it as it was rolling out and you were doing all these film festivals like end of last year into this year. Yeah. I think it was. It was great because, you know, I mean, the one thing with COVID is, um, you know, we we had just started our festival run. Which is like, crazy. It's so disappointing. I literally had yeah. just picked up the posters like, from the printer. Uh, no, you're not. And yeah. we had all the tickets bought for the, you know, Canadian Film Fest and and. Yeah. You know, we had made this decision, Laura and I, to go to the damn short film festival yep. in Las Vegas because we were both happened to be available. And we were like, you know, let's just go. And thank God we did because yeah. it was the only time that we were able to see the film with an audience. Which is awesome. Yeah. And sad, um, but awesome sad, at the same but, time. But yeah. awesome. And then, yeah. you know, so many of the festivals really rallied and did great digital um, showings. And, you know, we just did the Vaughn Film Festival and they actually um, did a drive in, Yay. which was neat. Yeah, that's cool. And we won, uh, Gordon won Best Actor there. So, awesome. you know, I mean, it's short films are the way that directors, new directors get an opportunity to get a foot in the door. And to tell personal stories, so Which is for me, amazing, yeah, yeah, that was it, it. Was great to see that it was so well received. And that's the thing is, people yeah. are are watching it, going, "Oh, yeah, this is this, it's relatable." It's yeah. you can, I mean, whether or not you're in that situation, or whether you've been there some, at some point in your life, you've been in a situation where you had to make amends. Absolutely. And uh, it was, I don't know, I thought it was touching for sure. You did an awesome job. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Age of Dysphoria, then Trigger Point. Mm -hmm. Was there anything in between? I don't think so. Was there? You don't remember? It's been a little know. insane. <laughs> I know you've done a number of big, pretty big productions, like mm -hmm. um, you. You worked with 24, right? Yep. Um, but one of my favorite ones, and we've talked about this in the past, is The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. And yes. a lot of people don't realize that you you were big involved with The Simpsons for a while. Yeah. yeah. It was like very early in my career. Yeah, That's, very beginning, right? Let's, yeah. 
like, long, like I was going to say, oh, that's like, a, do I say <laughs> that was like 20 yeah. years ago? Yeah, it was like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I had the opportunity to work on The Simpsons and work for the production company. Yeah. And it was just an eye opening experience. I was like a girl from like rural Indiana. Yeah. And so for me to go out to L.A., like I went to Indiana University and I was like I literally packed my car because I was and I had probably had like fifteen hundred dollars yeah. to my name and just a car. crazy yeah and uh, yeah in hindsight yeah. I'm like what was I thinking <laughs> um, young but girl I wasn't big city <laughs> I, I literally just I packed my car because I'm like if I don't leave now I will lose probably lose the nerve yeah and I did and I just like went out there and just navigated and found Perfect. you know found contacts and. Um, I went into an interview at um, The Simpsons and um, it was really like it was such a great opportunity. Yeah. And one of the things that they said when they interviewed me was like, well, we weren't really sure we were going to hire you, but we really want to meet the girl that interned on the Jerry Springer show. Oh, like that was my only (laughs) like I, I interned on Jerry Springer because it was the only place I could go. Chicago was closed. Yeah. And I had family there. And I was like, well, I, I want to work on a big show. And Jerry Springer was like the biggest show. That's awesome. I didn't know that. So you learn something new all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, you know, it was, it was a crazy summer working yeah, I would on say. that show. Yeah. But it did give me like a, a little bit of exposure to working in yeah. a, on a set like that which is probably a good thing because yeah there's a lot of personalities because I think a lot of what it is it's like you know you're always dealing with different personalities yeah for sure especially on that show so yeah so the Simpsons was amazing because I got the opportunity to really like like learn from the best and like I have still have so many friends from there and you know I the lessons that I learned oh for sure you know that even though I don't work in animation anymore I it, it translates yeah Absolutely, it would. And I think to um, all the things that you would learn from there and and at such such a young age, it's like a pivotal point in your career when you're that young, and yeah. especially in the film industry. I can imagine. I'm not in the film industry, so I don't know. But um, having you, you kind of start young if yeah. you want to make up for what's coming up the pipeline. Absolutely. Like there's. I think the one thing that, and I, I speak a lot in my university and I try to like, you know, mentor as much as possible. Yeah. And the one thing that I try to tell people is like, you know, I didn't go out to L.A. with my my degrees and like start producing a show like I literally was getting the coffee, getting the dry cleaning, like learning how to, you know, professionally write emails like, you know, that kind of stuff. And you go out there just and, and you have to put in your I guess, you know, pay your dues. But on the side, I was always hustling. I was always working on my friends' productions, offering to do anything that I could to, like, you know, get things going. So that's part of it. That's kind of how you have to work. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, (laughs) it is a lifestyle. Because you're, I mean, like I say this to you all the time. I get frustrated sometimes living in a small area and being, I don't want to say stuck. But like constantly here, we don't we don't have a chance because our business is here. Right. We're always here. But I have that like every once in a while I have that itch to get out and do something different. You're constantly on the go. Like you're you have your house in Bayfield. Yep. Um, you have your house in Indy, right? Yep. Indianapolis. Um, 
but you have like a biz and, and Toronto and obviously all those places that you need to be, yeah. but you have a bazillion stops along the way. Like you're not, you're, you're not able to just kind of go, okay, we're home. Cause every time I talk to you, I'm like, <laughs> cool, you're home. You're like, yep. For three weeks. Bye. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, you know, it, I, I guess, you know, before COVID, um, and, you know, I think this time gives us a lot of reflection. Yeah. Um, you know, we were, Brad and I were on the road together for about nine years. Mm -hmm. And we try to work together um, as much as we possibly can yeah. because that's how marriage works when you're in the yeah. <laughs> I bet it does. television yeah. business. Um, and, you know, we tried really hard. I, I think COVID was for us just like this screeching halt um, because we had we had planned we had a, a year's worth of work lined up yeah. at that point and um you know it, it is the first time that i've been able to really like grow roots and yeah. even though it's like three weeks is yeah. like a lifetime i know well, that's what that's what i mean like <laughs> yeah and i think um you know we had several months though that we were in bayfield and yeah. that was but it wasn't like we were as everyone knows we weren't all just like hanging out no. like having fun you're, all, you're working home yeah we were working yeah. and we were all stressed out because you know who yeah. knew what was happening so i think for us um you know being on the road for as long as we have and we've worked in you know new zealand to paris like i mean we and everywhere in between and we're incredibly grateful that we've had those opportunities yeah, absolutely absolutely but you know being home more oh, now boy. has yeah. been really nice i bet it has it's kind of hard to like yeah you know I haven't been waking up with an alarm, so I think that's awesome. <laughs> that's kind of a good. I think thing. at some point you're After, like, you get you know, to do that. Yeah. Five a.m. wake up. Five a.m. wake up time. call and like literally five minutes to get ready because you got to right. be out in the middle of wherever I you got to be out in the middle of. So yeah, I'm like a night shoot. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know 3 about that. Three a.m. to five a.m. Yeah. Awesome. Two hours of sleep. <laughs> that's great. Um, let's talk a little bit about working with your spouse. Cause I know mm, we get asked yes. all the time on the brewery, like, how do you guys do it? Yeah. You guys must want to kill each other all the time. Um, for us, it's cause we're in such, we do such different things. Mm -hmm. We're never doing the same thing. Like he does the brewing. I do the paperwork. He's in the shop fixing something. I'm in the barn dealing with the animals. Yeah. So yes, we work together, but we're never really working together. Yeah. I think that, you know, we in, in in when we're working on television series together and we're both producers and he's been the he directs a, a lot. And, you know, so it gives me a bit more autonomy as well. Yeah. Like I kind of I have my own role, as does he. But we always are coming together and like trying to like, you know, figure out, you know, we're a lot of producing is solving problems. Yep. And um, and then a lot of directing is just letting him be creative or whoever is directing yeah um and then we're solving problems behind the scenes so you know it usually works out really well like yeah. <laughs> because especially when we're like say in new zealand for six months yeah it's just us so like it, it's weird just and, and we we actually have enjoyed working together yeah. i do think it takes a certain someone yeah. i don't think everyone can do it for sure I know. I think you have to have a, a strange and wonderful connection in order to be able to do those things because yeah. I've seen other people that have tried to work together as a yeah. couple and it never ends up the way that they want it to because they just don't have that same ability to connect with each other. Absolutely. Well, yeah. when, when we're working the hours we're working too, it's like if we didn't, you know, work together, we would 
never see each other, yeah. which is part of why we made that pact early on when we started dating is like, you know, I think we both, you know, had uh, previous marriages and yep. we kind of really had to take stock and be like, well, we both love doing what we do. How's this going to work? How's yeah. it going to work? Yeah. And so we just we we work on shows that will like work with both of us. Which is and amazing. Yeah, it's great. And yep. I mean, I can't think of it. I can't imagine it any other way. Yeah. You know, same. Yeah. Same. Like, I can't imagine now that we've gotten to that point where we're yeah. we have our roles, we've figured life out. Because yeah. we, you know, we also have kids together. We travel together. We do everything together. Same. Yeah. Um, you know, you you constantly are having to work on different ways of doing things together without being bored of each other. Yeah. Um, you just welcomed a new puppy into your household. So we that's, <laughs> that's you know what I mean? Like, so those are the little <laughs> things that yeah just allow you to connect that much further. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not easy. Like yeah. by any stretch, no, like, gosh, yeah. no, absolutely not. <laughs> like there, there are, are days, days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. there are days, and there are times when you know. I mean, sometimes uh, because of my relationship with Brad, like I'm the only one who can tell him, like, okay, maybe that's not a so great idea. So the people come to you. So by the way, yeah, exactly. You got to tell Brad this. And you're like, <laughs> oh, awesome. I also have to go to bed tonight. So. I know. I yes. have to be really careful. Yeah. But I, but I think it's really great. And um, you know, he's been so supportive of me, especially as I've been transitioning to directing. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, that so, I think we're both um, getting to fulfill the things that we want yeah. out of our career. You're growing together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That makes loads With of sense. Jack, With Jack. With Jack. Morky. I love Jack. <laughs> Jack's my favorite small dog. He's great. He's a little Morky. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, we love him. he's so loving. I always say this about him. I'm not a big small dog person. Yeah. Never have been. So that's why we have two big dogs. But um, he's like, he doesn't act like a small dog. Yeah. Like he's not yippy or bitey or... I he could talk all day about Jack. Yeah, he doesn't really Let's whine. just have a podcast about Jack. I was going to say, yeah. like, we were just talking about that this morning, yeah. Brad, and I was like, I don't think I've heard him whine. Like, No, he doesn't. Like, because why would you? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, even his bark is like not a little yip, yip, yip. It's like, arr, 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 and you're yeah. like, oh, geez. Okay, he sounds scarier, he's, but he's not. He's yeah, such a and I think for us, we were like, okay, we're going to have a dog. Then It's got to be small. It's got to be something that we can travel with. Yeah. And we need to make sure that it likes people because it's got to be around lots of people. Like, so we've made, <laughs> you know, we have the... Uh, the happiest dog yes <laughs> please stop by and say hello yeah he will, <laughs> he will not Probably bite your face not off or your bark, ankles yes. but if he does it's just because he wants to yeah, play <laughs> exactly he's an awesome dog yeah um, and shout out to kelly oh yeah she's awesome on yeah. Paws because she really over you know covid helped us socialize him and yeah. and do everything so you know it was so funny because I was I was playing with them last night and I had a treat in my hand and I was so Kelly also um, I, she I did a number of classes with her for my I think my first and second dog um, and I was like doing all the and I was like oh yeah you were definitely trained by Kelly <laughs> like all the different things I was like yeah you'll you're you're gonna be just fine <laughs> it's a little embarrassing for me when Kelly rolls up because he all he has to do is see her and he's like on the ground yeah. like I'm like what it takes me a few tries <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like you're my favorite person yeah, she knows what's up. <laughs> other than my mom yeah um so going back a little bit to your career what's it like and this is a question that I get asked in the industry that I'm in, um, being a woman, you're a woman in the film industry. That's a yeah. tough, 
that's a tough thing to be i know from you know different different sources telling me so obviously again i'm not in the film industry so i can't say for sure but yeah i mean it, it definitely is and and i think coming out when i did um in the business i had you know i had my first real boss was female so that was great that was awesome yeah you know, to have that experience and i worked with a lot of other women so you know i got i um i feel like there was this camaraderie that was it didn't necessarily mean that it was easier no uh, but it helps you know to have but it people helped. in your corner for sure yeah because yeah. i could see women that had already achieved you know what i had hoped to achieve not that I, even when i went out to la i knew what i wanted to do um because i had no clue i knew i wanted to work in production but i didn't really know what that meant so right. A lot of it is trying to figure out what you don't want to do yeah, and then going towards what you do. And the one thing that I think is so interesting and why I mentor now is, I mean, I think I had some limiting beliefs just being a woman coming out, coming from the Midwest, right. not oh, having sure. yeah. connections. Yeah. So it was like it was a little bit of that as well. And I, I think it took me a while to realize my power and that I was like, and to confidently be able to say, hey, I'm good at this, yeah, you know, and not feel like, you know, sheepish about it. Like, yeah. and that was, and once I found my voice and I think, you know, I, I've had the opportunity to, you know, I worked in animation. I worked on independent features. I was really um, kind of right at the start of digital media and Which is amazing. did yeah. a lot of really cool projects through that and music videos. And, you know, I, I kind of done a little bit of everything and have and so it makes me I think more valuable as I move forward yeah but it doesn't mean that you know I've always in every room that I've been in had to like prove that I know what I'm yeah. talking about as opposed to people looking at my you know CV and saying like okay like she's got all these credits and I think directing is also part of that yeah you know and now that I've been transitioning to directing it's been um like I, it's a I, pretty powerful role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had started directing when I was a kid. You know, right. like directing yeah. plays, the and other stuff kids. like that. Yeah. And then I, you know, I took directing courses in um, in university, and and I had a professor say, "Hey, you're you're really good at this," and I was like, "Yeah, but like." I'm a girl right. and like, I don't know anyone. So like, you know, yeah. you kind of downplay it a lot. Yeah. yeah for and sure. I think so that, so for me being a woman in the industry, you know, I think one of the things I've taken very seriously is, you know, my responsibility to myself to like, you know, know that I have the power to do what I'm doing and then also to empower others yeah. and, you know, a lot of other women and make sure that I'm a role model for them. And Which I is think huge. I think in all yeah. honesty, um, having that, like I said to me, you're a role model, right? So just watching what you do and all the things that you do and, and with and with grace that you do with that you do that in, which some people don't like some people are harder to take. Um, but you do it in a way that is easy to appreciate and follow a lead. Um, it, it didn't, you know, it, it took a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> because I think, you know, that's the other thing is we don't necessarily get management training. No. You know, and yeah. we're creative people trying to run a corporation, essentially. Each show is its own, um, you know, business. Yeah. And so I think that's something that 
with all of the, you know, with everything that's been happening over the last several years, like that's starting to come out more. And it's there's a prioritization of, you know, making sure people know how to communicate with people, yeah, which is um, huge. And yeah. And I think it's making, you know, sets kinder. I, I think so. I yeah. think you're right. I think yeah. um, I don't know enough about it, but I'm pretty sure that being is watching and hearing what you're saying. And also you're yeah. doing some you do some role modeling for some students, too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. For the university. Yeah, yeah. I work with students at the university. I just actually um, I spoke at the um, the Girl Guides. Oh, fun. You know, yeah. and I'm working on a little screenplay with them. Oh, They're so, so fun. exciting. Yeah. It's like, you know, just seeing seeing young people being passionate about art um uh, it just you know it gives you all like it just fills me up well and it it allows them to see what their potential is too yeah. right like they're not um they're not limited yeah which is amazing i certainly never saw anyone doing what i do when i was younger yeah and i think maybe that would have changed uh you know maybe things would have happened a little bit faster if but you had someone to kind of push you in that direction but yeah, yeah but we all have our own you know experiences yep. so yeah you uh, had to get to that point for sure yeah for sure um so speaking of being kind of diverse in what you do let's talk about rayburn a little bit yay yeah of course um, we had a little mishap with one comic yeah, book, rayburn. But there's one of the covers there um rayburn's pretty impressive thank you you've done an amazing job with that that is something that, you know, I've always been interested in comics and, yeah. you know, and, and I think working in animation and, you know, going to comic cons and, you know, being comic adjacent um, has been and, and I've actually um, produced a few series that are based on comics. Yeah. So I've seen the end result, you know, or, or not the end result, but where you get to when mm -hmm. you get to the series side. But I'd always had a desire to do a comic and my friend Allison Shelton who is the creator of Reburn yeah she uh had a, like way back when we worked at the Simpsons together she had given me a script and said it was a feature script and I remember it so vividly like from all those years ago and it was the seed the kind of the beginning of what Reburn is now yeah and um there were so many visuals in it that I just like you know, you know, that's powerful when you read a script oh, and you're absolutely. still like remembering moments. So um, I had just come off of working on a series that was based on a comic and had met a lot of people in that uh, business. And Allison happened to bring another feature script of the same idea. And I and it was huge. Right. It's like a hundred million dollar movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, how do you know, obviously nobody's going to probably let us make this yet they will but yeah, yeah someday yeah but uh but you know we i said to her have you ever thought about making this into a comic and she we were on zoom and she literally like moved her zoom camera and there was a whole wall of comics and unbeknownst to me her uh she and her husband cody are huge comic fans and so it was like um yes i've thought about making this into a comic <laughs> and so we we're like okay well I'm just going to ask people like I'm just going to ask somebody like I know a writer like can I get some scripts and and uh, it's it a friend of mine and they were like well everybody always asks me and nobody follows through but here I'll give you my hour long spiel and some scripts right and I was like okay well we'll, we'll be back we'll, we'll I'll be asking you more and he's like okay ah. and we did it you know yeah. we just started and that's how it began is just 
asking yeah. questions, and asking that's for help. That's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, because we were we were actually working on it as a pitch um, that we were going to take out to traditional publishers. Yeah, and it really kind of came to um, we were ready. Our pitch was done. We were like, it was the next big convention was in Portland, and um, and then again. COVID hit. We don't know how long we're going to be here. We don't know how long conventions and that kind of stuff aren't going to happen. Nobody's going to be buying things right now. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's good like you. keep yeah. going. And so Elise McCall, who's our lead artist, um, is fantastic. She is, yeah. I have to kudos to her because she does an wow. amazing work, yeah. an amazing job on this. Specifically, I like yes. yeah, all of the artwork is amazing. And it, it, she's so good at reading, um, you know, working with Allison and really nailing down those those visuals. and Which is so important. So we get to make this comic and we we funded it through kickstarter yep. which was like a daunting task yep. but <laughs> people showed up and we were able we like raised enough money to print it and to you know pay our artists because we have an all-female team and which it was amazing. really yeah. important to both alice and I, and I that we would pay a fair indie comic rate because that's what we should do yeah <laughs> yeah and um and it, you know we were able to actually green light the second issue yes. off of that um which we just sent out the I digital know, i just got mine i know and then i haven't um, had a chance to read it yet but i'm looking forward to it yay well yeah. <laughs> and we're printing um we're in the printing process right now so yeah we're still hopeful it's going to go out I think it'll go up before the end of the year. So we're just uh, waiting to get oh, it'll work happen. from our printer. It'll happen. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. But yes. <laughs> yeah. But we've had, you know, I mean, it's been great. And we've had, um, you know, along the way, like, we became publishers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were like, we're just making a comic book. Producer, oh, director, publisher. Publishing. Yeah. Comic books. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're so, we're enjoying the process. And so we've had a couple publishers um, express interest. But as of right now, like, we're um, hoping to do another Kickstarter in early, um, early next year to finish the, the arc. Yeah. So that'll bring us to, like, our paperback. And so we'll then done hopefully in the next few years we can talk about we'll have be doing this again with that's right we'll be talking about the movie that or the tv yes. series that's coming out absolutely yeah. rayburn yeah i'm keep, ready keep your eyes i'm open ready i really so i read the first edition and i was like oh this could easily be a tv series yeah like this is not like again i think it's it's got some really good content yeah. oh we're i mean and the world just kind of can expand so much and i yeah. think that's the one thing that Allison and I've had to be really aware of is, okay, we want to serve the comic book fan first and foremost yeah. and make something that feels just really genuine and fits into the indie comic space. Yeah. And then if the byproduct of that is that we have the opportunity to make this, we know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> We're <Perfect>. ready. Yeah. <laughs> and it will happen. So yes. there you go. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I'm adamant. I'm, I'm so excited. excited about it. There's horses in it. So that makes me really happy. I know. Yeah, oh my gosh. Smile. And Elise McCall uh, can draw horses like yeah. so beautifully. Yeah. And we worked with Hillary Jenkins on the second book and she did this really beautiful process where it's actually painted. So oh, wow. having seen the um, the proofs of of this next issue, it's like, you know, it's just a further extension of what we want to be doing in stories we want to be telling. But it's also like 
a, a like legitimate piece of art yeah. in its own right. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I'm really excited. Well, it's so exciting. All these Yay. things, all these things that you're doing. I know. So you're doing, you've, you've got, obviously in your career, you've had all sorts of education, like tons and tons and tons, constantly evolving, constantly evolving, yeah. moving forward, um, different films, TV shows, comic books now. What's next? Well, um, I am really starting to develop more with an eye towards projects that I want, projects and stories I want to yep. tell and more, you know, taking my directing more to like features and yep. television as well. Um, I had the opportunity to be in the HBO Access Directing Fellowship, which is amazing, which was a huge, yeah. you know, opportunity and just continues. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely. And so I feel really um, blessed to not only be a part of, you know, them kind of giving that, uh, you know, stamp of approval, I yep. guess, and helping us and training us and giving us more opportunity, but also just, an, it was an amazing fellowship of yep. people that Great I got experience. to work with. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, um, and then I'm doing a lot of, you know, like labs and just directing labs and just trying as much as I can to, you know, as I get out there, like have more foundation. Like I didn't go to a quote film school, but right. I, you know, have worked. I think you've put in your a years. long time. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I think it's also that idea of um, as a producer trying to be to shift, you know, to the perspective and, and for people to see me as a director. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. that's a lot of what I've been, you know, just working on personally and, you know, trying to kind of find out what is my voice? What what stories do I want to tell? And prioritize that. I think you. I think you've got a good head start. I think you're yeah, well, well, you. well on your way to um, to what's next for Jess because I think it's going to be an amazing. I just can't wait to see it. Oh, thank There's you. There's just so many things. I know yeah. it's great. You know, I mean, it, it's been nice. It's nice to have. It's been nice to have some time off. Yeah, I have to admit. Yeah, I <laughs> as much as it. I like yes. mourn the things that we, you know, we had a yeah. television series that we were developing yes. through COVID that then got canceled yes. before we got even hit the floor, and you know, just things that unforeseen things. But I have to believe that there's something else and something better. Oh, for sure. You know, out there, something so. is coming down the pipeline. Yeah. You just might not know what it is yet because yeah. it's definitely there. So today I'm in the optimistic side of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow the glass tomorrow might be part empty, know. but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I also have those days. Yeah, yeah. we have our moments. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed. You're allowed. You're allowed to have those days. I do want to thank you so much, so much for coming. Thank Obviously, you. um, you know, I have to get you when I can because it's few I know, and far I really between. Hopefully, it. more in the winter. Hopefully, more we'll see more yeah. of each other in the winter. But absolutely, yeah. This yeah. is a pleasure and I'm just so excited for you too Yay. for this and your journey. Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. This has yeah. been something that um, I didn't think I'd want. Actually, I should say before we part ways, um, it was it was you and Brad that really kind of put, placed that little tidbit of hope in my head. And you were like, you know, it'd be really cool. And I was like, yep, yep, you're right. And here we are. I love it. I love yeah. your YouTube videos. I yeah. love everything, especially, you know, when I'm not like when I'm not here, 
Yes. It means so much because it's like, <laughs> you know, getting the opportunity to see. Here's the crap that Nikki's yes, doing. I know. It's like, I, yeah. you know, I, I just really appreciate it. And that you can find time to do it is also mind blowing with yeah. everything else that you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have to say we didn't do anything through the summer because it was the concert series took us took over everything that we had. But but the concert I'm series back. was also much needed. Yeah, you know, I think it was. I think yeah. the the community really needed to have live music happen again, yeah. and so doing that was a big boost in um in what I wanted to achieve. That yeah. was like it was like oh, I did it. Now awesome. what? You know, that's how usually I roll. Is okay. That's done. What's next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We should be friends. That's why we work. Yeah. Well, thank you so so much. Thank um, you. Hopefully, we can do this again and probably in another year, and we'll see where you're at. Because I think I think there's some big things coming your way. Ooh. Yeah. Oh gosh. I have, thank you. I have hopes. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned again for the next episode, guys. Cheers.